0: everybody and welcome to subslide dubslide a comprehensive anime podcast this is session seven and it's your boy j aka gogeta ghostar aka versace vegeta and i am joined here with my brother d hey hey it's your boy brother d how y'all been Man, and listen, it's been such a fun week. We were able to go over the Broly trilogy last week with Meals. Definitely want to thank him for joining us. Shout out to that brother, man. Yes, yes, such a great time, man. But you know, before we dive into everything, we got this week from Broly, Well, let me know how your week's been. Well, uh,
1: if you've been anybody's been following me on Twitter.com. I've been sick, you know, whatever. Picked up a little summer cold, or yeah, whatever you want to call, whatever you want to call it. But I am, as you can hear, and you can't see, but as you can hear, I am doing pretty damn good now. Uh, as far as my week going besides being sick, uh, I did watch some Dragon Ball. Not only the okay. movies that we watch are gonna be discussing as well, but. I uh, decided to watch some good old Namek arc. You know. you know, it was really good. I I enjoy that arc. It's it is definitely peak Dragon Ball. Yeah, at
0: definitely a uh, great arc to tap into.
1: Oh, oh hell yeah! But other than Dragon Ball, uh, I've been playing a couple of games here and there. Okay. Know, Third Strike, on Fightcade. You know, uh, can't really get the. I mean, it's the arcade experience without the arcade as, as far as? as it goes so it's like yeah it really, it's really tapping into my childhood as far as you know playing the old oh, ass game you know just hours upon hours in fact i probably should not have never played the game <laughs> <laughs> I, should have, I should have caught up on rest but you know
0: I'm but not, i understand there's a way but, to recover sometimes we just want to dive into our favorite things yeah. bro when and I i'm glad that, that I was able to help you with recovering yeah. uh and yeah. getting better as well yeah man i
1: Sometimes when you're sick, you find that is a perfect excuse to have fun. So it was, it was definitely have fun time, you know, playing third strike and it you was know, just being on Twitter and just loudly gogging and you know conversing with you lovely, beautiful people. So that's hey. been my week. Well, I've been your, that was your week. You know, what I'm saying you always have something interesting. Nah, like, you know.
0: I will say I've been on vacation this past week, man. Yeah, man. I, I took a week off away from work, man. You know what I'm saying? Been really just enjoying my time, bro. You know, what I mean, T- spent some time down at the beach. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. You know, got to to watch some shark documentaries. You know what I'm saying? Got to catch up on some some Marvel. Ooh. You know, spent some time watching some of the the stuff that I hadn't seen yet. Um, I hadn't seen, like, Shang-Chi. I hadn't seen Miss Marvel.
1: Oh, she uh, I hadn't good. seen none
0: of that. Uh, so that's been really cool. I uh, went ahead and finished Obi-Wan as well. Ooh. I hadn't seen, like, the last three episodes of that. So, like, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, been really just, like, it's been, it's been a really amazing week. I, I can say that to say the least, man. You know? That's what um we live for. that's what we live for. Yeah, yeah. It, and even outside of that just watching these these Dragon Ball movies playing some games, you know what I mean? Like like really, you know it's, t- you got to take time away from just the the regular everyday, you know what I mean? Sure, and sure. uh it's it's been a really beautiful week. I can say that to say the least. So yes, that's, that's been dope. That's been dope. I can say Aside from that, man, it has been really, really fun getting to watch two of when I was a kid, my favorite Dragon Ball movies. Like these, like these. When it comes to the Dragon Ball Z movies, bro, when I was younger, these were the ones to run back. Oh hell yeah!
1: Let's be honest. This these two were the ones. It was it, like let's be real, bro. People like to talk about you know the the beginning of the DBZ movie trilogies and all that. No, these two at the end, these were dominated forums and everything. You saw an image of all these movies, but these two, everybody was hyped on these two, especially the movie (laughs) Twelve. Yo,
0: for sure. Like just the the fact that they're introducing, um, you know, the character that it brings, like that's. The reason for everybody to really love movie 12, whether it be in the past or in the present, right? Um, but yeah, very, very, very great movie. Very famous movie. The, both of these two. Well, and really looking forward to diving into both of them as we dive into Dragon Ball Z's movies 12, The Rebirth of Fusion, and movie 13, uh, Dragon Fist Explosion. If Goku won't do it, who will? uh but let, let's get started on movie 12 in and of itself man like i said the rebirth of fusion goku and vegeta also known as in the states dragon ball z fusion reborn what? come on
2: he picked us apart yeah separately separately surely you're not suggesting it's the only way we have to do fusion vegeta you know better fusion I'll never join bodies with you, clown. Would you rather us both be at the mercy of that monster? He'll tear us to shreds, Vegeta. He's taken the entire universe captive. (sighs) There's some things a warrior just can't do. I'd rather die. You've been dead. Didn't you just say that anything was better than life here?
0: So, man, look, uh, a lot to cover oh, when hell. it goes into this movie in and of itself, dude. But before we go into it, what? Let, let's say, you know, you can go back to a pre-Dragon Ball Super Broly D, right? Mm-hmm. What, what were your feelings on this take of, of like, Goku and Vegeta fusing, fusing like, Away from how it happens in the manga and the anime. I
1: loved it. I loved it. Like this was all. I I ran this shit like ridiculously. I had the VHS and I had a laser disc for this stupid thing. (laughs) Not
0: stupid. Damn the laser disc. That's fire.
1: The laser disc. So I ran this, abused this. Even when I got access to the computer, you know, because you know how that, you know how that went back then. You know, you can't use a computer at a certain hours because you know. Yeah. Dial up and yeah. Whenever I had access to the computer, like I made sure I downloaded the torrent and I would just abuse it. Not even. And the funny part is, it was a raw that I caught. I didn't even have. It wasn't even like a fan sub with the torrent that I downloaded. So I was just gently watching just 50 minutes of just what I thought was like the greatest movie
0: at the time.
1: And I'm like, yo, this is life. Like, if anything. I thought this fusion was cooler than the Patara back then. Same
0: here. Same I, here. I,
1: I thought, like, I'm going to be really honest. I thought two all oh, the earrings, it was just, I it lost me at that time. It lost me. It was like, okay, I guess it was for comedic value. You know, you throwing throw the, the earring to Gohan and he misses and shit, and then the whole back and forth. You still get that same comedy with doing the pose. But I prefer this. Like I always prefer Gogeta over Vegito. So doing just seeing Gogeta and then the way how he like the way how he moved in that move. Like it was really elegant, like, like as opposed yes. to Vegito. Like Gogeta is like there's this cool ass dude. <laughs> like he's just cool. Like, I'm fanboying right now. I'm in my bag. I'm, I feel in, my, you, I'm dude. in my old
0: school. Because that's the exact same way I felt.
1: In my young D days, bro, I was I was fanboying hard. I popped. I, I, Literally, that fusion gets me every time, and especially the the Stardust Breaker, too. bro.
0: That shit is clean. The most decisive finisher that in all of Dragon Ball Z. Clean.
1: That shit is clean. Nobody can say otherwise. That shit was clean. But it, it this movie, like, it's always gonna have a place in my heart. My viewing on it, you know, may have been changed due to me getting older. But yeah, what, what's happened to that?
0: Later on right? yeah yeah of course and and i mean I, honestly on the same way it was one of those that was one of the first dragon ball z movies that i saw as a kid mm-hmm. when it comes to like watching the fan subs and whatnot yeah. goku and vegeta fusing that is the reason to want to watch alone right yeah. and like you mentioned gogeta just gets the job fucking done yeah he, right he, he hits him with a, that little you know what I'm saying? Order, order A little charge, right? Get some with a little three kick combo. Raise their hand in the air. Stardust Breaker, blam! It's over. Like, I mean, <laughs>
1: it's crazy. Like you, you know, cool. like how we talk about in the D V Z movies how like these devils they just they're just they're just stalling. Like these guys are just stalling. Like, no, not this time.
0: Not this one. These
1: guys fuse. It's none of that. It's none of them long talking business. It's literally, yo, we getting this dude up out of here, fam. <laughs>
0: It, it, basically it was from the way he introduces himself to the moment is over. Um, but you know, just to get into the movie in and of itself, the only responsible for watching the soul cleansing machine is taken over by an evil spirit and the afterlife succumbs to his will. All across Earth, dead villains come back to life. Goku and Vegeta attempt to defeat Janimba while their families deal with the chaos chaos up on earth. Their only chance to win, fusion now this was released back in march the 4th 1995 at the toei anime fair alongside the third slam dunk film shohoku's greatest challenge burning hanamichi sakuragi and the marmalade boy film um so we're talking about like two really old school old 90s animes you know mean like yeah. dragon ball z's Sort of waning in popularity here, right? Exactly. As this would be the last year that they would be fe- featured, uh, you know, uh, here in in this sort of way. Mm-hmm. But um, at the same time, it, it's right—it's being featured right along some epic '90s anime series uh, for their point in time as well. Now, when we're going to compare it to where it's at in the manga and the anime, of course. This is right between episodes 258 and 259. Um, I'm going like I mean it uh, open wide super trunks, also known as super moves of go tanks here in the West, uh, where this is the episode where go tanks begins their fight against super boo in the room of spirit and time. Um, and it's also between episode 259. I've done it boo successfully eliminated with ghosts or uh, also known as trapped in forever here in the, the West where go uses the super ghost kamikaze attack. And, um, it only sort of like beats boo a little bit and Piccolo destroys the door to seal them in because he thought there was no hope for them. Um, in terms of where it's at in the manga, we're looking at chapters 314 and 315, the pure Majin Buu where Majin Buu begins to revert to his original state. Mm-hmm. and the supreme kai explains his backstory with bibidi and the supreme kai's and with 315 this is the match with the whole universe at stake where pure majin buu fights against uh goku and vegeta on the planet of the kai's um right as soon as he's found them there so really nearing the end of dragon ball z in the manga and just beginning uh the real end here with uh the anime Ending those gears there In terms of for us in the states This is a movie That we first got a theatrical Release of in a limited Theatrical uh, double feature run With Return of Cooler Back on March the 17th 2006 I do remember This showing in theaters I didn't See it uh, for whatever reason Shit I I didn't even know It was
1: in theaters (laughs) that's new to me I did not know about that
0: yeah, yeah. I know I was in high school at the time. It was in my senior year per, uh, personally. And uh, I remember there was going to be a showing, but I was just like, I mean, I've seen that a thousand times. Like, seeing it in a theater just wasn't... At that point in time, uh, I guess, you know, maybe also being in high school might have something to do with it. It just really didn't sell to me and I probably maybe couldn't afford it or whatever. Right? Uh, but now, if you told me movie 12 was showing in the theater, you might get me in there. Personally. Just to be able to see it in the theater. I might do it. I know at this point in time, it's also really interesting because for the production of this movie, um, this is being taken place during the time where Goku and Vegeta are fusing in the manga. So that was around like January of 95 while the planet for this movie was ongoing. Toriyama originally wanted to introduce them using the fusion dance uh however he chose to use the patara fusion uh instead due to that option already being taken for movie 12 and that's something we'll be able to get into a little bit later uh, as we mentioned some uh some quotes from akira Toriyama on this movie but um before we do get into those man any thoughts outside of just the the main plot that we have because there is a really interesting B plot of all of the dead villains coming back. However, we really don't get to see it outside of when Gohan punches yeah, freeze Frieza in the stomach.
1: It, it, I felt like it was a lost opportunity with in this particular like when I I felt like this movie had more potential. And don't get me wrong, this movie is really dope. Like, let me get that out of the way. It's really dope, but. When you bring the concept of bringing back all the villains that have died that were in hell, um, where are these villains, and why are they not getting showcased in yeah. the manner that you know they should be? Uh, you see, Frieza because I, uh, I'm assuming that it's a Toei favorite. That's a Toei favorite, like he's a Toei favorite or something. Yeah. To that degree, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I don't know. I'd have to find like you know personal information or whatever, like consent you or something to find that out. But uh, what about what about the other villains? It's not like yo, it's not like all of them weren't there. Like all these guys went to hell. <laughs> like, exactly. like they all went to hell, yo. So for me, not to see any of them being showcased, but to see Hitler and things like anime Hitler is like, bro. Like,
0: There's more focus on that like, than the the Dragon Ball Z villains showing
1: like, up. Like, I get like. I always say on 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 this pod that you need a balance between comedy and action for Dragon Ball to really thrive, but this was a little bit too like gimmicky and con like comic wise. Like you could you could have had something like everything feels like it's just it's just a joke. It's a jokey joke movie or like shoot from like Hitler being there, like just. Goku and Vegeta's interactions which I didn't mind. They were funny to a degree.
0: That was the comic relief this movie needed.
1: Yeah, that I feel like that was the only comedy relief that it.
0: Really yeah. Needed. But
1: like as far as like make like dude, you have all these all of these evil villains or any evil spirit that's been in hell coming on earth to reign terror on earth. Why don't you showcase that? You have all these characters. Like you have Gohan, there you have the two kids, you got Trunks and Goten. Let them go ahead and scrap with all these guys. Yeah. When you're not giving us whatever is going on with Goji uh, with Goku and Vegeta and Janemba, but why don't you just showcase them like actually having a struggle or something, not even a struggle, but just being overwhelmed or something?
0: like it, even if it's them just wiping out all these other villains, right? Yeah, like just they could have given us more scenes of that. I mean, if you l- slow down the scene where they're all flying up, you got like the Ginyu Force, you have got Bojack and his whole gang, you have got Turles' gang all there. You got you know what I'm saying? Like there's a whole lot of villains for them to deal with. You the have- Cooler armored squadron. Cooler uh, ha- why didn't we get a scene of Frieza and Cooler teaming up, bro? You know who was missing out of all of that, bro? Broly. Broly. Why was he there? Like, it's funny considering they mentioned that at the very end of the last movie. Exactly.
1: So, what was what was, like? I, I maybe we'll talk about that later on. On my my theory, but like, it's just very weird to to hear that being mentioned in the last movie and then. When we actually bring back the villains and that, that are, are in hell, we don't see Mr. Broly. Like, yeah, what, what what was he doing? What was he cooking? Did that he
0: means-
1: did he just say, "Nah, I'm not. Uh, I I I don't want to fight." Like, was he on his pacifist mode? Like
0: Goku not up there, so I'm good. <laughs> there's no Kakarot,
1: Kakarot. Like, there's no there's no Goku. But that didn't yeah. stop him there in the second movie. So I really I really want to know what was. Well, what was his, you know, exclusion movie? What was that about? But I don't
0: understand it either.
1: But uh, there was a lot of it was a lost opportunity there, like, in my opinion, like a lot of. uh, This is the thing with Toei animation and when they do things, especially with these movies, they have all they give you a good idea. Like it's a good concept. Like bringing back all these villains. That's an amazing concept. Like it is. Me personally, I would have put this this movie. Honestly, would have been the last movie. I would have made this the thirteenth movie. The, the there was the
0: groundwork it. for it. Really, you so, could flip these two movies around. Exactly, thirteen and twelve to bring
1: and, back all the bring back all the villains as a you know that would have been dope. And from what we speak on later on, like I will mention, like yo, it even makes more sense. But yeah, uh, it's just Toei has the idea. They give you a concept. It's a really amazing concept. And then they just don't do, they don't really expound upon it. They just make it as simple. I'm assuming because they, they realize, or maybe because of the, the, the their audience that they're trying to present to. Like, they don't feel the need to make anything really groundbreaking or anything, like, too too much. Because at the end of the day, these are just for the festival or whatever. So it's like, hey, the kids just want to see some cool shit. But And like just watching these back, it's like, yo, it's just a lot of wasted potential. But that's just my little... And And
0: I'm right there with you completely. It's one of those things where there's no reason at all for there to be all these past characters introduced, if we're only going to introduce that plot point for all five seconds, and... I mean, you mean Keep in mind the fact that the dragon is around the whole movie oh. because they couldn't have, you know, Gohan's wish of, hey, can we send everybody back to hell couldn't be fulfilled. That's, that's, so why was there not some sort of B-plot where, you know, all of the movie villains that are, or all the villains that are brought back see the dragon in the air and they're like, yo, well, let's go try to steal a wish right quick.
1: Bro, and it's not like they don't know about the dragon balls and the dragon. The villain that you showcased the first time. Exactly. His whole quest on a planet was to make a wish to be immortal. Here's the chance where he can finally say, Yo, I'm dead right now. Let me make this a real thing where I can finally get myself back alive and at the same time be immortal. Why not that? I mean, he's weaker than these pro tags, but... It's still, it's still something. It gives us something. Give us this. Raise the stakes. That's what I always say. Anime, you need stakes in a story. Where the, are the stakes low or high? You need high stakes. We need to be invested. Like from what, from what they showcase, Janemba is not a, in the beginning when we first see him. He is not a serious. He's not a serious. He's not.
0: He's not. He's we're, we're giving the formula, oh right? Yeah. Where it's like, hey, look look at the funny-looking big guy. And then it's like, oh, the, you realize Goku can throw everything at him, and then it does nothing. Up until he goes Super Saiyan 3, he does one really strong hit, and then now suddenly you've got Super Janimba on your hands, and he's a, a huge threat. Probably one of the greatest threats. Yeah. So it, it's just like, oh, why?
1: why? It's just, it's... It's a lot of confusion, and it may, when we when we give our final thoughts about it, it's, uh, you know, it, it may have swayed how I view it. But it's just like, bro, all of this stuff. You have everything there. Like, why are we? it's why? It's it's rather confusing and baffling. But
0: it is. But I I feel like a lot just in in terms of this movie, you can tell that a lot was just like. Came up with it in planning, and mm-hmm. then the end result was just, "Hey, what are the few best ideas that we could use?" Because even when you look at the fact that you know there's an entire interview with the curator and in Shoe Six, right? Mm-hmm. The curator Toriyama super interview, where he basically lets us know all oh, this kind of had to happen on the fly, uh, not just for the this movie, but for the manga in order for this all to happen at the same time. Mm -hmm. To explain a little bit further, there's a point in that interview where they ask him, the concept of fusion is also a form of leveling up. How did that concept come to be? And he answers by saying, if I remember correctly, I was talking about how, as a concept, there's nothing stronger than a Super Saiyan. And Katsura-kun, who was someone who who was an editor of his, uh, said who I usually joke around with and uh, say idiotic things with said, there's no choice but for them to fuse then. So I said, whoa, sometimes even you say something good. It's the first time you've ever said yourself, made yourself useful. Uh, He laughed. And that's how the plot point was born. So this is something randomly his his editor said. And Toriyama was like, oh, damn. I hadn't even thought of that one yet, right? Yeah. They go on to ask him, what about the concept of the Potara? And he says, that was simply, since fusion was a plot point that was already taken by one of the movies, this movie, to be specific, uh, I was wondering about what I should do. I'd always been drawing earrings on the Kaioshin, so I thought, perhaps I can use those. They ask, had you drawn them from the beginning, thinking that you'd use them as a fusion item? He goes, no, not at all. They were just for decoration. So... Toriyama, king of making up Shige- as he goes. Oh, hell yeah. Right? He basically, basically says, like, okay, so I'm gonna have Goku and Vegeta do the fusion dance in the manga. And Toei steps in and is like, no, you're not. Because we're using that in this movie in Movie 12. He's like, okay. Well, I'm still gonna make them fuse in the manga. Uh, how do I do that? You know those earrings I wear? That looks pretty cool. And that was, that was it. Like, just that simple. I mean, that just co- kind of goes to show you where, like, the manga and anime sort of being at a breakneck speed, especially towards the end, led to, like, there just be being creative ideas like this, where it was just, well, since Toei said they're going to do it, I have to do something else at the same time.
1: it it gives them it puts them usually in bad situations but usually it, we we are we are glad that the concept of the movie is kind of cool <laughs> to to bail it out but
0: yes because that 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 whole moment of Goku and Vegeta fusing that's the point where everything just kicks into a whole different gear than what we've seen in any of these movies i mean even Having seen this in the sub and in the dub, um, personally, it, it was a rush to see this again for the 30th and 31st times I've seen it or whatever. You know what I, mean? yeah. like, I still get a great feeling when I see this movie. Um, so I, I, can't, I can't take that away from it. But as far as plot goes, I mean, if we're being honest about this like we've been with every other movie thus far, the plot is... About as weak as you can get.
1: Yeah, it's weak. And the villain is weak, even though he's like, cool. A
0: threat in terms of feats. Like, right? Yeah,
1: he's really like. And the thing with, like, I, 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 it feels like it's not hypocritical because this, Janimba is not being posed as this, you know, he's not been hyped up. We just know he's really a terror. We see that. We just know that. So, but still, he is still lackluster in terms of what does he contribute to the lot. He's just a terror. And, you know. At the
0: very least, we could say that, unlike with, you know, last week, where we had to deal with Burley, Janimba does have the strength of writing of show, don't tell. Yeah. We don't know that he's this great evil force or you know something like that right it's just literally we see the you know that young boy transforming Janimba and we see the threat that he causes upon the entire uh you know afterlife from that point we see how far he pushes Goku we see how much he whoops on Vegeta the moment Vegeta shows up god what a what a crazy fucking thing that happens throughout all these movies. What did Vegeta um, think
1: he was doing? If Yo, if Goku's struggling, what the, like, and it's kind of, it's always funny when that happens. Yeah. And these it's like, bro, if Kakarot is stronger than you, what the hell did you think you were going to do when you're less of strength than him? But
0: I never understood it either. But, uh, you know, it, it's almost like Vegeta has to get written into scenes that uh, make him weak. But uh, you know, another conversation for yeah, this time, a, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, maybe really soon. Who knows? Um, a, f- a few things I really like. If there, if there are things to like outside of just like the major, you know, Gogeta moments and things like that. Um, I really dug some of the B plot, like when Mister Satan was walking through and like he's beating up on the zombies, and he goes. Finally, someone I can beat. Like I was like, yeah, yeah, I was like, okay, like that's pretty hilarious, you know. Like we're playing on the fact that, like, okay, like we got Dracula and little zombies and Romeo and Juliet coming yeah. back to life, like all kinds of little dumb shit like that. Yeah, that was pretty fun, yeah. for sure. Um, but again, time that maybe could have been given for us to see. Really cool stuff with the movie villains that Mm returned. Maybe better spent that way
1: because they're really the they're the big they're they're still threats. Like yes, Janimba is the threat; he's the main threat. But these villains, they're 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 threats. It's the Earth. The two strongest defenders on Earth, well, of Earth, are not on Earth because they're both dead. So you have gohan who again we've seen what he's done in the previous well this movie obviously takes place around that you know majin boo sort of timeline i would assume so
0: but it has, to. It,
1: yeah. it has to but we see that gohan he's not of
0: what he used to be as like yeah he goes ultimate when he punches freezer right in the, the summit yeah so it has to be a timeline where I don't know, I guess maybe ultimate Gohan beboof
1: But they we don't even Is it even confirmed anyway, ultimate, or did he just power up? <laughs> because you know with, with Toei they have this thing where it's like, okay. We slotted Goku coming Goku being dead, right? We already know that Goku being dead, he's when he goes to Otherworld. He's going back. He's going to find if Gohan is dead. That's the only time. When he goes back, he's trying to find out if Gohan's dead. And by the time he finds out Gohan's not dead, Gohan is learning. Well, he doesn't even learn the form. He's training with his Z sword So even then, this has to be pre-that. To be very honest. Maybe, and I hate talking about base form, super Saiyan, like, maybe base form Gohan is stronger than Frieza. He should be, obviously. But yes. It's like he on is still not the threat he used to be. That was the whole point of what we saw with you know the he was oh,
0: goofy as hell. Yeah. Though they do clearly p- depict him going ultimate in the next movie. I feel you. Yeah.
1: It, yeah. You know how these. You know, bro. You yeah. know how you, you know how Toei does it, like. We can we can we can say it till we blew in the face like we know how they do it, but still it's like bro, we need to showcase that the stakes are very high on Earth. It felt like watching this movie. The only nothing really was in danger. I felt that the two the two dead guys that are fighting this big guy that and turned they in were, place, the more were danger. more dangerous because they're getting yeah. their ass whooped. Goten Trunks Gohan they're not struggling. It's just it's just overwhelming. It's just a bunch of villains. But even then, the villains that we see, what we know that are supposed to be returning, you don't even see these clowns. It's like, bro, why isn't why is, why I don't see Cell? Why is Cell not fighting or
0: whatever? Like, what's going? Yeah, on? Yeah, if we can bring back Frieza, why not? Sell? Yeah, you're right. But Good it, point. Uh, maybe not- especially considering we're starting off this movie showing the other world tournament. Oh, you know and- what I'm saying
1: again which makes the timelines even more weird yeah more weird because again this tournament in the underworld this is pre goku going back to earth so it's gonna be for another it's gonna be in a conversation for our thoughts after but it's like bro I hate when, I really hate when people do that. Like, you add this scene in the, that was in the movie, that was in the anime, you add it in the movie, and then you conflict the timeline. This does not happen before that happens. It don't. Gohan is wearing a helmet running around the, 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 the Hercule City or whatever, Satan City or whatever. He's playing, he's cosplaying as a, a superhero. Why is he, like, what is going on? It's just, now that I think about it, it's just a lot of, it's, it's, the thing that's really saving this movie is that we have a big ass threat that's, that's beating up the, the main guys. <laughs> that's about it. Everything
0: that's happening on earth, weird. Just weird. It could be, it's played off as it slapstick. It, it's just,
1: know. it's just, it's just whatever.
0: It's, it could all be seen as humor.
1: It's all, it's all, it's too much comedy. And I love comedy in Dragon Ball, but it's too much. The comedy is overpiling the action for the first time I'm saying that, that sounds ridiculous. Like I've never thought I would say like, I need more action in a dragon ball series because that's usually what you get with the comedy is like, it's a bit too much.
0: And in this one, I mean, I guess we could blame it on the fact that we've got for the 12th time in a row, script writer to Koyama and director Shigeyasu Yamauchi, who was the director of movies eight and 10, uh, you know, you know who the legendary Super Saiyan Broly and Broly Second Coming, so you know, you know exactly. Just a pile of garbage,
1: <laughs> Pile of garbage. Let's be real. garbage. These guys and I I don't want to get onto them right away, but if I if you do insist on me talking about Koyama, Koyama, why can't you make a balanced movie, brother man? Like, is it that hard? Is it that hard when Super Saiyans came in? Like it just it became a a crazy concept to you that you know I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know how to write a coherent plot.
0: Oh, yeah, we gotta save the ammo for him. Oh, yeah. We got plenty. We got plenty.
1: It's just so many questions. I need answers in regards to the thought process for this movie. Because again, this is a movie where the concept is dope. But the movie is just being... Just, it's just lighthearted hearted bullshit. And it's,
0: it's what it is. Like At the, the end of it, yeah. That really is all... When, when we're taking... If we take away the Janimba and Goku and Vegeta fight, right? Take away all that. All we have is really Pycon cursing a lot, a lot of our orbs uh, out in hell. And then Goku, I'm sorry, Goten and Trunks fighting against the Third Reich, uh, and like, what, what purpose? When we already know that there's every villain in the in, in the past like seven years on Earth, but let's not focus on that. Let's focus on all the goofy stuff that's happening around it. It's it's just, odd choices, it's odd choices so, all around.
1: It's so dumb to me, like why? Like, just waste the opportunity. And somebody at Toei would probably tell you, well, our intent was, you know, we wanted to make it lighthearted because, you know, it's this it's, it's it's, the season where the kids get to hang out and you know, we want them to enjoy it. They already seen so much like, look at where the arc was in the original anime when this movie took place. Like, they're probably like hey, well, they're already getting the serious part. Let's give them jokes. Hey. Yeah. It's like bleh, whatever. This movie don't even feel like a movie. It feel like an episode. It feel like this one. It feels like a filler episode. It feels I like can two, give it that. It, it feels like two filler episodes join together. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like yeah, and and honestly, it, for as fun as that moment is, really not having much to stand on outside of it uh, does give me a different way to look at this movie now. Even though I am excited in those moments yeah. that it does deliver,
1: like. I I enjoyed the Janemba aspect. I just didn't join I didn't really enjoy the other half. Like if they never if they found it a way to, you know, just make the villains actually do something, <laughs> as opposed to me seeing Goten and Trunks just just doing barrages of of attacks towards a bunch of fodder villains. Uh you know. Maybe I would have, you know, my perspective on the movie would have been the, the same as it was when I was younger, but that ain't the case. And I cannot rewrite this story at all.
0: But, it is. you know, it, it is what it is at the end of the day. It, it did sell well um, in terms of what it is in comparison to this time that where the movie came out. Uh, but this is considered, you know, the beginning of the end of those films as we do lead into movie 13, uh, which came out just four months later, right? Yep. Um, from there, we do have Dragon Fist Explosion. If Goku won't do it, who will? Also known as Wrath of Dragon in the United States. Uh, a fan favorite as well, and really glad to be able to cover this one too today. Yeah, this one is really good. Konos, they revived an evil, long thought destroyed by my ancestors.
2: Herudagon. A malevolent assassin that consumes its victims and imprisons their life force. It wasn't until we stumbled upon an enchanted sword that we realized we even had a chance.
0: Oh my gosh, is that it?
2: Hmm. A wizard found it in the Wraith's temple. Along with the blade, two ocarinas were discovered. My brother and I used them in hopes of distracting the beast. They must have been enchanted as well, for neither one of us knew how to play. The melody seemed to consume Harudagon with rage, but try as it might, the beast could do us no harm. At that moment, the wizard took up the sword and charged. The monster barely had time to react before the blade cleaved him in two. should have ended there turned out to be only the beginning. Herudigar survived. To prevent it from becoming whole again, the wizard can find its upper half inside me and the lower inside my brother. A
0: small price for victory. Now, D, you know, like we mentioned, this one did release about four months later on July the 15th, 1995 at the Toei Anime Fair alongside the fourth and final slam dunk Film Howling Basketball Spirit. Uh, ha- I'm sorry, Hask- Howling Basketball Man Spirit, uh, Hanamichi and Rukawa's Hunt Summer, and Ninku, the movie, also known as the OG Naruto for those who don't know, man. Ooh, fire of uh, Flames. Now, you know, it's really interesting because this movie itself was directed by the director of Ninku, Flame of Rekka, Silent Mobius. Beyblade, Chobit, also the director of movies four and five, and Bardock the, the the father of Goku. Now maybe four is a miss, but five is kind of it. We got our man Mitsuo Hashimoto. Uh, so, you know, this is somebody who knows how to do some fire when they need to when it comes to directing. Mm-hmm. And he definitely lit it up on this one here for the summer. This came out between episodes 270 and 271 of the anime. That's a fissure between dimensions has Boo snapped a rip in the universe as known as in the Funimation dub, where Super Super Vegito is basically dominating Super Boo to the point where he's like yelling a hole into the the space-time uh, rift, right? Um, and then there's a uh, episode 271 thereafter, the ace up Boo's sleeve. You become a hard candy, also known as Vegito downsize here in the west, where Boo turned Super Vegito into candy while Super vegeto is very much still a threat to that. Um, uh, <laughs> but this is also after the end of the Dragon Ball Z manga has ended, yes, sir. because uh, Dragon Ball Z chapter 325 was on May 23rd, 1995. So basically, if you're a fan of Dragon Ball Z at this point in time when this movie's coming out. you know know, you're nearing the end. The Mm -hmm. show's nearing there. The manga has already ended. As far as you might know here, we're nearing the end of it all because there's been no talk of anything after Dragon Ball Z yet. Yeah. So, Really, really interesting time here when it comes to the release of Dragon Ball Z Movie 13 in in, uh, Japan. As far as in the West, this is in September the 12th. 2006 in which we got the wrath of the dragon here on dvd so 2006 by that point most dragon ball z fans that you know i'm saying like they know what they're dealing with and they know it's like oh this is the movie where goku does the dragon fist so i gotta cut that for the collection but outside of that really uh, yeah
1: that that was like i already knew what it was
0: (laughs) yeah but at the same time man I can say, you know, from when I originally saw this movie on my fan sub tapes, another one of my favorites cuz it's it's all action,
1: dude. Yeah, it's dope. It's like again, when Toy does have this this I don't know what Toy, like Toy will have like things that disappoint me in one movie and then the next movie like they fix what they did. Wrong. Like it's like okay, even though the movie sold well, movie 12, it's like the things that I didn't like Movie 13, it's like, yeah, they get it. Okay, it's less comedy. Now it's more action. It's more serious. Yes. So I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, are right. they listening? <laughs> were, was there someone like me? I would just assume. Was there someone like me in the office that's like, yo, eh, this was, eh, we could make it better. But...
0: I and think- it's so funny because we're ending the entire series, you know, 13 movies in a row, of Dragon Ball Z <laughs> movies. And it's, we finally get to a movie that has a plot.
1: <laughs> yo, it is ridiculous, bro. It's the one it's the one with a backstory, with a proper backstory with a plot it starts from the beginning and it sound it makes sense. The, like this like your Toei learned, it graduated from its all of its mistakes and and they just decided to go out with a final big bang.
0: So Koyama must have known this was going to be his last job. So he actually decided to try. I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> I don't want to. Well, I do, but you know, I'm not going to hold on him for this one because yo, he did. He he had his thinking cap on. Like he was working. He was working. Really did. Maybe this was a movie that he he got some ideas from Toriyama Sensei. Who knows?
0: Who really? Something, knows? man. I, I would hope so. Because right. it, when it comes to this one, it, it's entirely original idea. Outside of the fact that you have the you know the wizard Hoy from space, right? He's definitely the standard for Bobbity, yeah. Right. Um, the idea of Harudagon being s- sealed away in something, even if it is in a warrior's body, right? That's definitely the Babidi Boo story, right? Just condensed into a movie, told in a whole different way. M- on, honestly, a, a much more original sort of way than what we've gotten in this entire franchise thus far. Right? Mm -hmm. The story of Tapion uh, completely sums off like some JRPG shit. No, it's some
1: real JRPG shit, bro. It really is. Tapion himself looked like something that came out of Chrono Trigger, to be honest.
0: Yeah. It's 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 definitely, that character in and of itself is an homage to the fact that Toriyama, you know, had done that work on Chrono Trigger, you know, Dragon Quest. They wanted a character that sort of looked like he came from one of those creations.
1: In fact, Chrono Trigger came out literally that year. (laughs) That year, that year, in that particular year. I don't remember the month. I would have to, like, research that. But I know for a fact Chrono Trigger came out in 95. So it is very interesting to see that a character that really looks damn near inspired you look at the cover of Chrono Trigger. Like, take a, you it. listen. Yeah. You take a listen at this. Literally, go on Google and search Chrono Trigger. If you not if you if you don't know the game or whatever, or maybe you haven't remembered how the cover looked like. Look at the cover.
0: <laughs> and if then look you've at- never seen Chrono before, and the first thing you think when you see him is, "Oh, that's red," you know. Gohan from Cell Saga, or Gohan from Cell Saga with red hair. If that's what you think when I mean, first time you th- see that, you're right. You know what I'm saying? It definitely is supposed to look like that. Sure. Chrono Trigger. Now nah, I remember,
1: March, March of uh, March 11th of 95. So, of course, this is months before this movie.
0: The and week after movie 12.
1: Crazy. It's crazy.
0: Which A week to- after movie
1: it's 12. Gonna not not. Now knowing that it's a theory, I will bring up after this because it's very interesting. It's very interesting. This was very cool. This was very cool. But yeah, Tapion, great. His backstory, pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. The sword, yo. This was dope. (laughs) It really does feel like a JRPG plot. I think that's what makes it real. Like this, what makes this movie so special because it. It really does feel like a JRPG plotline from the jump. It, it's so dope. And
0: Heroes this, sealed away in a magical box. Yeah. God monster sealed away in him. Yeah, man. It completely sounded like some JRPG shit, and, and, and I completely enjoyed it.
1: And the interactions are just so, so. They're just so. They're just so nice, man. Trunks and Tepion together, like man. Yeah. It, it, really it, fun
0: relationship they have man, there man, it man. almost comes off more natural than his relationship with Gohan in the the trunk special
1: it, exactly yo exactly it's so it's so it, this is it, it was so good man this movie the for a final big bang this was it was that one it was that one
0: I will say though, Ma- makes no sense in terms of them trying to shoehorn in, like, oh, Future Trunks got his sword oh, from that like, no, well, bro, yo, yo, him. That was Showing him during the fucking end credits, slicing no. mecha-freezes, like, them trying to hint that Tapion gave that sword to the Future tr- Like, come on, bro,
1: bro. When I saw him give the sword, I was like, this is sweet. And then I saw the credits and I said, What? <laughs> I've never said something so, I've never been so confused in a yeah. matter of like three seconds. I said, Oh, this is cool. Time machine. Oh, I, I won't have a big brother. Well, I'll, I'll, you could just use the time machine that will be used in Super in about a, two decades or a decade or two or so. You'll see that no. machine. But I'm like, Okay he gives him this thought i won't be using this sweet ending credits i see future trunks who's been i he hasn't been even a thought of mine throughout this whole time for a
0: couple years at this point
1: like, we don't even we 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 know he's chilling right now yeah so it's like to see i was like what
0: why are we even bringing up anything about that character that's a point?
1: that's a koyama thing if if anything it has sure. be. that has to that's thats Definitely, and he thought it was funny, and he thought it was not even funny. He probably thought it was like it made sense, and it didn't make sense, brother man. It didn't, I'm here to tell you, it did not make sense. And I, I always say time travel is very hard to write in general because it's a lot, it's really hard to explain. At
0: or least the, it all you know, happens off screen in this one,
1: yeah. At least, like, thankfully, but it's like when you're trying to allude because that's what the credits you if you aren't trying to allude to that, then okay, but my knowledge is is that this is supposed to relate to how trunks of the future has that sword and i'm like no that don't work bro it don't and i even sat here trying to make sense out of it like an idiot when i was younger till now i still oh, try man. you can't do it it's hard you cannot it ain't even it's impossible because
0: how how could future trunks have handled that
1: Nothing. This this event did not take place because all of these characters are dead when Trunks is a yes. is as a is a baby. Is not even like what? There is nobody making a wish because there's no balls to make wishes in the future timeline. Yeah, it's impossible.
0: How could any of one have ever opened the magic? Box? Kami yeah, is right.
1: dead there is nobody to open this box unless no i'm not cutting you no bail we're not doing this whole well, I'm with the timeline i'm not doing that on this episode and i won't ever do it this no it did not work very dumb but i won't i won't, I'll, I'll, it's just because it's the ending credits uh, it shouldn't affect in into It shouldn't affect the plot what we saw I will leave it alone. But if that was what they were trying to allude to, it was dumb. It was really dumb.
0: They they did everything but say it. And it, it was it really is like the more you think about it, it's the, the less sense it makes. So I will say, you know, if you're ever one of those people that watch this movie saying, Oh, that's where tree Drunks get the swords from, don't believe that shit. Toei lied to you. The the dub the the dub lied, the dub the sub lied. Yo, Everybody the lied. The
1: dub definitely lied. They made a lot of, well, two big mistakes. In the English dub, when I watched it, Shenron, when he gets summoned, he's like, he's only granting one wish. One wish. Hello?
0: This is blue. after
1: the Majin Buu saga. This don't, it don't. Nope. 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 And for whatever purpose, in the end of this, in the Japanese version of the movie, when a Dragon Team says goodbye to hey on they get, they said, "All right, we're gonna use the Dragon Balls and wish everyone back to life." Animation. They don't you
0: know, even say nothing. The
1: first that. time they say nothing when they're supposed to say something. Yeah. So the ending movie is this. everybody wants to graduate and and, and do something that they've never done before. They they have this is really funny. It's really funny. It is. It, it's. It's kind of crazy, but it's too, It's not that much of a sin. But I, the Shenron one is a big sin. I don't care what anybody says. That is dumb. How
0: yeah, no imagine? no need to go out of their way to say that. One wish,
1: bro. Oh. You don't even know. Like, come on. You dubbed this movie how many years after yeah. this, and you don't know anything. Like, come on, dude. Come on. Let's be real. But other than that, really damn
0: good movie. I, honestly I yeah 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 that this one is up at the top like it's my top three it's it's I, my top three.
1: it's crazy how you talking about when we talked about all these 13 movies I found myself rearranging like my favorites which yeah. is crazy like yeah and, and it's always good to like check back media that you you held in high regard because again different opinions different viewpoints it, it's like this movie is still. My top, it's in my top. Like between World Strongest Guy and this, it's either one or two. It's one A,
0: yeah,
1: one B, or World Strongest number one. This number two, or on some days when I watch Ride of the Dragon, I'm like okay, Ride the Dragon number one, World Strongest Guy number two. This they're this is really good, yo. Know. This movie is really
0: good, and the, sh- like clip, yo.
1: If I don't do it, who will? That's
0: the hardest Listen, line I've
1: ever heard the, in my life.
0: The <laughs> most inexplicable move in all of Dragon Ball Z, it, it, and it's like, yo, even if you and I were going based on the same standards we've held every move to movie to, right? Like, okay, yeah, Goku gets a move out of nowhere, but it's the hardest shit it's ever. The
1: hardest shit ever, and it, and it, like. This is better than
0: a punch you, to the stomach. Dude.
1: At least you could cut... all. You fucking Dragon shows up. Bro, at least you can... With this one, you can use your imagination, imagination and say, yeah. Hey, Goku's been dead for seven years. Maybe he had this Who knows technique. Where Maybe he was hiding this technique or whatever. Who knows? Like, this is like... Yo, that... What? Yo, we, people got to definitely hear that clip. Yeah. That was... If you ain't see that, bro
0: been... I don't want to say you've been living on the road. Nah, nah, we, We're going to give it to him right here because that's it's so fire. <laughs> Yeah, man, that dragon bro. fits all that, bro. Yeah,
1: and then that pose at the end, I'm like, nice, <laughs> nice. That was like Goku smiling, Super Saiyan thing, like that shit is, yeah. That was my wallpaper on it's my cold. computer. That was my wallpaper on my computer, front. I had
0: that on my phone, bro. Yeah, it's
1: like the dopest pose. It's really, it's really cool. It was I had really the card
0: smart. of that in Dokkan Battle, all of that, bro. bro. Yes, dog.
1: You know how many times I've seen that technique? You like even in games. Shoot, yes. even Boo's Furry isn't, it's it's a moving Boo's furry, it's a moving Tenkaichi 3, and it looks so nice in Tenkaichi so nice.
0: Two. Shoot, they even threw it in DBZ Kakarot, even though the, I don't even have, though that it doesn't even cover any of the movies. It, it, it's still
1: it, it's that it's that move, it's that it's that move, bro. It's it's a moment. It's yeah. it, it's like one of the dopest scenes of all the movies. All of them, it's so hard, but
0: the it, move itself has impact, you
1: know.
0: Oh, yeah, a golden Shenron
1: is that supposed to allude to something, <laughs> no.
0: right? Yo, it's, it's like, amazing. dude, they even brought it back in GT, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. No explanation, they was just like, nah, he can do it. Like, why like, wouldn't bro,
1: this, he? This move is so hard, <laughs> like, why couldn't he not? And as was what sometimes I do like to see techniques that were done inside the movie, you know. Yeah. And maybe you throw it in there. If not, you throw it in the filler. This filler in and Dragon Ball Z, you could make, you could do some of these stuff that you done. Like
0: by this point, Toei was just fully in their bag. They knew they could do whatever, so they did. Yeah. They you know, this is the this is the last
1: hurrah of of DBZ. Yeah, and I say DBZ, not rather not Dragon Ball, but rather DBZ. This is the last hurrah. So they're like, yo, we having fun with it. This like it feels like yeah. they. Have, even though I, I feel like Fusion were born, they had more fun with it, and in its terms of like just just goofing around, yeah. That's when they decided to they really decided to put their foot in it and like, yo, they
0: put the ankles in it, bro. They, they were like, like no, you know, listen, people are gonna remember this. It's the last hurrah, man. Timeless, and, and, and they ended it well. They Time, really did.
1: Timeless.
0: Only things really, uh, you know, aside from the movie itself, the the character's name Harudagarn. Uh, interestingly enough, comes from the movie's co-producer, Seichi Hiruta, who didn't like the original design of Hirutagarn, After he demanded that they re- redesign the character, his jaw dropped when he saw the new design. Now, the jaw dropping effect in Japan, like the onomatopoeia for it, is gone. So the name, the character Hiruta gone. Like, Hiruta <laughs> was... Ex- it was like, oh, so he didn't know how to react. So this is named after his reaction to the character, which is pretty funny. Um, and then lastly, according to the Toei website, now they they, they made sure, listen, man, this man, Takao to- <laughs> Koyama was talking crazy about Broly, so we had to dead it. They straight up said on the Toei website that Harutagarn is an equal power to Super Saiyan 3 Goku. Uh, it goes on to mention that Super Janiba is the strongest uh, of all the movie villains, because he was able to take on Super Saiyan 3 Goku and beat him back, while Harutagarn was destroyed by Super Saiyan 3 Goku. Um, so that would make Harutagarn the second strongest of all the fi- movie villains, while Janemba would be the strongest of all the thir- original 13 movie villains. Take uh, so,
1: that, brother man. But,
0: hey, look, that, that's if, if Toei themselves, the, the head honchos was saying, look, no, uh, what you said about Broly was Cap, it's Geneva and Hirutagarn. Well, then we can take no further gospel than that.
1: You're sick, boy. You sick, you, you, you. And now, since we, 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 did, we basically damn wrapped up 13, I can say damn, you stink. Your lies. Your Broly lies. No, sir. These characters, these two villains that we covered, immensely better than Broly. Keep it real. Let's keep it real. Like let's be really real. Yes. Better villains. Better movies.
0: Better everything. You you stink. Better moments. All that. Um. And and, you know now that we. We've spent the past couple of months going through all 13 Dragon Ball Z movies and the three uh, Dragon Ball movies, right? So, having watched all the Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z movies, I can say with the utmost certainty, this man, Takao Hoyama, is a different cat, bro.
1: Yo, he is, man. He's a very funny character, bro. He's a very funny guy. I'd give him that. Every time. He finds a way to make something or say something that gets on my nerves. If that was his goal, to, ent- like to offend a certain fan base, he did it. He knows he did it, too. He even admits it, which is crazy.
0: He really does. There's a this theatrical story Q&A um, where he basically was questioned of when the Dragon Box came out for all the movies. Um, there was an entire interview that was done with him back in um, April the 14th, 2006. Now, of course, this is before he talks on Battle of Gods and gives his you know feelings on Broly. So it's really interesting to see some of the contradictory things that he says in here, right? Um, but he also says some takes that are pretty, uh, pretty alarming. Yeah, yeah, pretty... Uh, I'm just going to say... 20, 20, 20. I don't know what this man was thinking. Uh, of course, it's very well known um, how he came up with the theatrical movies, but it was asked to him, how did you create the original stories for the theatrical movies? And he, uh, Takao Koyama goes on to answer, when we made the episodes for the theatrical features, the first, the scriptwriter, the producer, and Toriyama Sensei's supervising editor would get together and meet about story concepts, such as what to do about the main villain then I would put together a plot based on the content of what we talked about. I'd send that plot to Toriyama and get his opinion on it. Then start writing out the scenario that was a typical flow. Once it got to writing, I'd be joined up at the hip at the producer. With regard to the contents, there was a restriction that the movie not progress into story settings further than, ahead than the TV anime at the time of its premiere. For example, even if I decided to do Fusion, I wouldn't be allowed to do it ahead of the TV anime or the original manga. So I'd always be conscious of its state progress on TV. And if we were doing the Frieza arc in the TV anime at the time of premiere, a story would be born with the sense of let's bring out Frieza's older brother, except at times such as when the state production state of production on the TV anime cut up to the original work. It would be extremely tough with nothing to use as hints. And I re- received ideas directly from Toriyama sensei it would take about three months time from the planning stage until the completion of a single movie scenario Dragon Ball Z had two movies shown each year in spring and summer so that works out to me having been writing a theatrical movie scenario for over half a uh, a given year at a time to me it definitely sounds like Toriyama would be like, "Listen, man, this is what I've got going on in the the series. Don't go no further than that." Uh, and then this man would basically just say, "Like, okay, cool. Well, I'm gonna make up something that's similar." And I mean, similar, it's, like,
1: bleh. <laughs> it's, it's
0: bleh. At best, sometimes. At best,
1: like he, he's a he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. I I, I had almost forgot. To bring up the fact, what's up with Vegeta's characterization in these in these Koyama films? Like,
0: Dar. Koyama himself has something to say about that, and you know, I'm I'm gonna uncover basically a, a theory I've always had. Mm-hmm. Right, is that I feel like a lot of fans uh, or, or non fans, just fans of Dragon Ball, who are aware of Vegeta in the West, they. Have this idea that Vegeta's weaker than Goku or like can't get shit done compared to Goku because of his portrayal in the movies. Yeah. And I always thought Takao Koyama, as the scriptwriter, has got to have it out for Vegeta, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he was asked in this interview Vegeta got weaker in the movies? And Takai answer was, in the last of the theatrical works, I purposefully brought low Vegeta status as the prideful prince of the Saiyans. Uh, Because of that, he became a pitiful Vegeta. I guess I might have done something bad to Vegeta fans. He goes on to then laugh. But this is because it was a major premise to the table that Goku has to win in the end. So perhaps it couldn't be helped that he would inevitably be contrasted with Goku. But I believe that to the same extent, I was really able to depict an image of the everyday Vegeta. The scene where Vegeta, who once went around causing destruction, tells off his foe with how dare you destroy someone's house and shows an unexpected sides of him. He then continues to laugh. Uh, if that's what Takawa Koyama's mission was, bro, that's not how any of us ever saw it. That's what? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, let, let me go back because I, I, from the moment Vegeta's first introduced in the Dragon Balls movies movie 6 right smoked. he gets smoked the moment he's shown on screen movie 7 he doesn't go Super Saiyan immediately he gets smoked until he does go Super Saiyan and still gets beat down movie 8 oh he starts crying because the legendary Super Saiyan exists gets beat down movie 9 uh, shows up to, for a little bit, the moment Bojack shows up on screen, gets beat down. Uh, Was beat down so badly that he didn't even show up in 10 or 11. Um, then movie 12 shows up. He sees Goku in Super Saiyan 3 get beat by Janimba, Rushes into Super Saiyan 2. Uh, gets beat down. And then in this mo- in last movie, movie 13, he's like, hey man, why the hell did you uh, stomp on my house? Which, if you remember the old subs, I mean, he was cussing that man yeah, out. Cussing right? that said, why are you destroying my fucking house <laughs> and all this other shit? Got beat down, saving some office workers. I mean, bro, Vegeta never got no shine in none of the 13 Dude, movies, bro.
1: He looked very bad. <laughs> he looked very bad, bro. Very bad. And very, very, un- like, especially in movie 12. Him crying and all that stuff and like what were you what were you doing? What was he doing? Like, yo, watching Fusion Reborn, it hurt me. And I'm not a Vegeta fan. You can ask anyway, I really don't care. I like what he contributes to the story. But what? I looked at it like, bro, what are you doing with this guy? I even had to tell his Brother Jack, I'm like, yo, Jake, what is he do what is this guy doing? Why is Vegeta like this? This is not what I this is not what I'm used to. That's at not, all. I
0: mean- He's, Bro, it's not the Vegeta Brig- that I'm. He was acting
1: like a tsundere. Like what? Completely. A bigger tsundere than he. Like, very like,
0: hmm, I'll
1: never, oh, I'll never do this. I rather <laughs> like no. And he thought it rather it was probably because of. I mean, I'm not gonna say because it's comedic relief because no, the portrayals of Vegeta throughout all your movies, he's just just he's no different than Krillin. Or how anybody else gets smoked that ain't... Who ain't... Who are you supposed to do with the, the final villain? Like, they get embarrassed. Vegeta gets embarrassed, bro. Super embarrassed. It's bad. At least in the anime, like, people will be like, "Ah, oh, well, Vegeta gets shitted on in the original series. No, you don't, bro. If anything, it just it just showcases that the, the villain, at, at, at least... It is a big threat because if Vegeta can't beat him, man, that means it's something. It really, it's a really big, big threat. And at least Vegeta puts up fights, man. At least he showcases that he can do something in the movie. If you've never watched Dragon Ball the anime, the original series, and you just said, "Hey, for whatever purpose, you just wanted to watch straight movies," and you look up and you see Vegeta introduced, oh, you probably think like, "Ah, oh, this dude's about to come in and get his ass whooped," because that's all he's known for. You know, like yeah. Cloud Piccolo, when he's in the movies, his role is particularly to save Gohan from getting from getting blown up. This Vegeta's role is basically to make a big entrance and then get his ass whooped. That is it, and it's so bad, and it it's so bad. And then your reaction is like, "I well, I did something bad to Vegeta fans." You don't say, you don't say, and your 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 cop out was because. Well, Goku has to beat the dude. He has to beat this guy because
0: that it has to be Goku that does it. It's so dumb. Um,
1: what Vegeta can like? No, bro. Like, what was what was your reasoning for Vegeta looking like a whole whore against Broly? I had to purposely brought lo- to lower the status. No, you didn't just lower it. You just took it away. That Was not a prideful saying that was nothing. He looked like he looked, he was acting worse than Krill, how Krillin's depicted.
0: Piccolo yeah. had to pick this man upside Yo, the head. That shit to was be like, so, Hey, watch the fight, dog. So, it's humiliating. Was, that shit was
1: nasty, bro. That shit was nasty. And I screenshotted that multiple times when I watched it, when I re watched the movie. It was embarrassing. And I screenshotted when Vegeta was crying and stuff and shedding tears. I'm like, bro, Vegeta just did. Vegeta's dead because he just did one of the coolest things in the series. He sacrificed his whole life thinking that he was going to save the planet from getting destroyed by this evil freak. So why is he crying? This is supposed to be the this is supposed to be the building to Vegeta's redemption. What are we doing here where he's looking very stupid? He looks dumb. He looks like a
0: complete dumbass, bro. Every time he would show up on screen in a movie, it was going to lead you to a fucking disappointment.
1: Just embarrassing, bro. Just embarrassing. It's just very embarrassing. He's just, Koyama, nah, we, we, you're, like, I can't say you're completely garbage because you made two things that I really like. So, but Toriyama
0: should have at least stepped in on these fucking Tor- movies, bro. Tor- this
1: is the this is a Toriyama issue. Toriyama, as long as it look cool, it don't matter to him. It don't, and that's a big issue. If you're going to, for if you are critique, if you're someone who wants to critically make an analysis of these movies, it, it, you look at the flaws and it's like, okay, where's the creator of this series? He's letting this rock, like. Compare the original source material and then look at what these movies are doing sometimes. Doesn't he see that some of these characters that he created are being bad? Like they're getting they're getting embarrassed. They really they look very out of place. It's just it's nasty. He's nasty. I, I no, no, I don't know. Koyama stink. He stink. The he fact
0: that w- Tokal Koyama is not touched, it's not a modern movie. It, it, he's. Wise. I'm happy for it.
1: He's wise He he's wise and he he wanted to be salty, like, oh well, my bro he's just amazing. Uh, oh, you're you you must be a joy to work around with. I'm pretty sure. Like you, no, ain't nobody coming for you to write anything. You ain't touched Dragon Ball since, and Dragon Ball been long been ongoing for years upon years now. So, what does that say about you, brother man?
0: And yeah, and that is to say, man, I mean, honestly, while this era that we've come to a close with here with these original Dragon Ball Z, uh, these original 13 Dragon Ball Z movies does end here in 1995, that resurgence that then comes in 2013 is huge with the arrival of Dragon Ball Z Battle of God's. And followed up two years later with Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F. And we are going to be really glad to cover those for y'all next week. Oh, yeah. Um, Because we're about to go into a whole new era of Dragon Ball Z movies, um, a whole new era of Dragon Ball Z content, um, which will, you know, lead to us eventually seeing the Dragon Ball Super Superhero film as we end up the season this year. I uh, now I know D you know the tickets did just go uh on sale on Friday um for the uh theatrical release of Dragon Ball Super Superhero um I know that there is going to be both subbed and dubbed showings oh in some areas have you happened to copy uh copy any tickets for it yourself
1: uh, I have not yet I could I got I got myself a plug. <laughs> like I'm right. so so only, I won't even have to like do much, so I'm I'm going to be watching both, and I hate I, I not nah, like nah, I despise the dub, even though it's not bad, modern dub the modern dub the Dragon Ball, I despise it even though it's not bad, it's just a personal preference. But for this lovely podcast, I'm going to be listening to both. I'm going to watch and listen to both, so it's going to be very fun.
0: Same here, my dog. Uh, As a matter of fact, um, I was up pretty early Friday morning uh, to make sure I could cut those tickets, and uh, I was able to snag me a uh, ticket to the showing, to both the sub and the dub showing, um, one on that Thursday and the next on that Friday. So I'll be ready to talk about those movies right after they've come out, man. So really, really excited that we've got those in about a little less than a month's time now. Away from the the next Dragon Ball movie coming up, yes, sir. But between now and then, we will be going over that Dragon Ball Renaissance and, and a little bit of something special in between now and then too. But be sure to join us next week as we dive into Battle of Gods and Resurrection F. Um, D. Any last words on all these thirteen movies before we dip on out?
1: Okay. So I've compiled a list. Since you guys know, everybody knows, I do not like DBZ Broly. I despise that man. I have a list of all the villains I would prefer over DBZ Broly.
0: So the following
1: starts. Emperor Pilaf, I would take (laughs) over DBZ Broly. Okay. The ninja Murasaki from the room. That was high. I would take him over DBZ Broly. The robot that Goku beat in Muscle Tower, I would definitely pick oh, shit. over. Uh, Tao Pai Pai, easily, I would take over DBZ. Okay. Piccolo Daimo's henchman, I would take that. Piccolo Daimo, obviously, I would take over DBZ Broly. Those three goons that Garlic Jr. had, oh, I would take over DBZ Broly. Garlic Jr., obviously. Dr. Wheelow, obviously. Turtles, a.k.a. not Goku. I did not fall and break my head or just drop my head. I would take Tullus over DBZ Roly. I would not take Lord Slug over DBZ Rowley. Hell no. He is a different breed of ass. He's in the same category as DBZ Roly as two Gia characters. So far, I've also added Cooler. Obviously cooler. Would, do I even have to say why? I'd obviously take Cooler over D B Z Yeah, I'm taking legitimately, I am taking Spopovich. Oh <laughs> fuck. Over DBZ Rowley. Because at least, at least, he also did something for the plot. As opposed to D B Z Rowley, who destroyed the said plot. Uh who else would I take? Because I could freelance this now. I would take, shit, I'd take Android 19 and 20. Oh, damn. They they were cool. They were really cool. Obviously, I'd take every Android. I'd take the Hillbilly one, too, over Mr. DBZ Broly. Uh, Do I have to say, Bobby D as a whole is more interesting than DBZ Broly. That's, like, do I have, like, I, I don't even have to say anything like any, anybody in the original series, the ginyu force. You can make a whole OVA of the Ginyu Force, and I'd watch that a hundred times. True. The, True. I'd take them easily. Easily. Shoot. Uh, what was that? That idiot from uh that Vegeta destroyed with um the dirty fireworks Kui, Kui? Kui? yeah. I'd take Kui because Kui was wow. cool. Queen wow. could speak. Queen could speak. Zarbon and friends, super dope. Hey, they're, they're they're doper than these guys. Zarbon was super cool. Yeah, I don't I don't want to go too far. Like, I don't want to be too far fetched. But I'm, when I'm, when I'm saying all of these. I'm really serious. I don't, I think that DBZ Rowley, besides Lord Slug, and because Lord, Lord Slug, he's just a shittier version of Pick, King Piccolo.
0: Oh yeah, Yeah.
1: Broly. has no inspiration, so I'm cutting Lord Let me cut Lord Slug a slack. Let me cut him some slack because he's just he is just a victim of circumstance. DBZ Broly is his own entity of ass that Koyama thinks that is the greatest thing since lights break. He's garbage, bro. It's so many villains that you could take, even the side ones. Like no, he's the biggest sin out of all of this. Out of all of it, biggest sin, he's the worst. He's the worst. I don't care what you said. If you liked the movies, if you liked him running like he was a uh, running back or a defensive tackle, no, I didn't care for him. He was garbage. I watched the movies. I've watched all 13. He's the weakest one. The Lord Slug movie is garbage, and it's the weakest movie. Rolly is the weakest villain. Easy.
0: And there you have it, man. Done. There you have it, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Official. These list of villains we would take over, DBZ Broly, and the list could go on. Oh, Honestly, I'd take any character in Super Dragon Ball Heroes over DBZ Broly.
1: Man, do I place. even have to?
0: Like, I was just trying to be,
1: very like, like, we taking, obviously, all of them. We taking all of them, bro. All of them. All of them. Every, every time. He's just bad. Koyama is also one of the worst one of the worst writers to ever grace Dragon Ball ever. And y'all Just know don't I ever hate.
0: come back for another movie to Koyama, y'all,
1: And y'all know I hate yo, if you know me you know I don't like Toyotaro. But Toyotaro, Toyotaro way better than this guy. He's so better. Even though they probably went to the same school of how to ruin Dragon Ball, I take Toyotaro in a heartbeat because he make interesting cool shit. He may make some out of pocket shit that has you saying, "What?" But I would still take him over this guy. He know how to make something. At least at least Toyotaro know how to pique your interest. At least he knows how to make you give it a look. I don't if I didn't have to review or talk about Broly the DBZ version I would never even... I wouldn't even... Oh, he doesn't even exist to me. He don't. He really don't. That's all I have to say in regards to that. Oh, well, y'all have a great, great week. And I hope y'all been enjoying y'all summer. Staying hydrated and shit. Y'all better.
0: Y'all know we have out here, man. You know what I'm saying? We going so many weeks straight to this. We've been enjoying it every time. It's so so cool. glad to have gotten through the... Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z parts of this, and we we'll can't wait to come back with y'all next week with that return to the Dragon Ball greatness that we had started in 2013. But until then, remember the subs lie, the dubs lie. Your boys J and D don't.
1: We don't. Koyama definitely lies
0: all the we, time. We he lied to y'all for seven years in a row. Straight. Or worse. But until then, man, we out. Peace. Peace.